Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How do you bring the Kardashians into another era? We're here today talking with the star and executive producer, Kris Jenner, and Danielle King, the showrunner and executive producer of Hulu's The Kardashians. Chris, this is a rebirth. Tell me about how this came about. When the show on E! was coming to a close, was Hulu always in the back pocket? Or was this a sudden surprise, getting getting the show onto streaming? Well, I think that, no, it was not always in the back pocket. We were um, having, uh, the, you know, that we've had the time of our lives filming this show for the E! Network and it had such a great journey and great chapter of our lives. And when it came to the 20th season, we were thinking maybe it's time to have, you know, a little time to ourselves because we were all, um, you know, it was just seemed like the right time. What, you know, tell us about the Kardashian fans and how they have changed throughout the years. You know, it's interesting, you know, Mar uh, Kevin Feige at Marvel knows his fans, knows what they like, knows what works in different films. What is it about Kardashian fans? Are, are there certain, how have they changed over the years? And obviously, they with streaming they're embracing streaming yeah you know i think we have several different kinds of people that tune in to watch the show and that have followed us all along and i think that um one one group of people i think who are our diehard fans and our biggest um supporters and you know followers i think are the people that started watching from the very beginning and everybody got sort of emotionally invested in what we were doing as a family and everybody kind of attached to a different one of us. You know, there were so many people in our family, Kendall and Kylie were nine and 10 and just kids. And that was pretty fascinating to a lot of people to watch them grow up right before their eyes. And then there was so many different personalities, so much was going on. And I think you start following the family and you know, honestly, you can't make this stuff up. It's just, there's so much that happens and evolves and people have been following us through growing up and through um, times of, uh, you know, sadness, times of great happiness, marriages, divorces, babies. When we started our show there, I did not have one grandchild and now wow. I have 11. Think about that. That's wow. 11 that have come into the world since we started filming. And most of them are filmed, the births on camera. So we've given a lot of um, access to our lives because we've loved being a part of this whole journey. And I think that 
the different types of bands. Then there's the people that started watching us because they started hearing more about it and kind of caught up. And then now we have this whole new audience on streaming with Hulu that's been such a delight. The, um, so tell me about finding Danielle. What was it about her that you loved? And, and, and in terms of her vision for the show? Well, I think Danielle, um, in choosing another production company, that was really hard and very difficult because our former production company, Buna Murray, is like our family. And we, you know, the showrunner for Nas, who's one of my dear friends, she was with us day one, season one, episode one, there, you know, from, from the day we started till the day, the last day of, of filming. She was a part of our lives and, and really, you know, was our leader and helped us, you know, through this whole um, process of not only doing a show, but learning how to share it, um, the different um, parts of being executive producers. And we really all grew together along the way. And she really did help shape and form the show that it became. And so choosing a new production company was very a very difficult decision and honestly the day that I met Danielle I knew that she was the perfect one to add to this crazy amazing family of mine and that she would be able to um, lead us for the next chapter and she has been such a blessing and so easy to work with and so understanding and like I feel like I've known her my whole life because she's so easy and so cheerful all the time and so positive and she always has a solution. And it was very much like, you know, the way that we used to work a little bit, but then ever so different in the best way. And so Danielle, you come in, how do you, how do you tell the Kardashians, hey, we can go and take this to another level? Um, well, thank you, Chris. That was like just so much. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot. You know, I have been typically, you know, more like the in the Farnash shoes where I take a cast on and they're new to television and I'm kind of their TV mama. And I help them go through this process of becoming famous and how to make TV. And I love that process. So coming into the Kardashians, you know, they didn't need that. They, they are executive producers on the show and they're all incredibly talented and so bright. I struggled a little bit. I was like, Ooh, I'm not even, you know, how am I needed here? Because they're just, they're just that great. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it, they're, they're, they're there already. And I consider part of my specialty, you know, like bringing people, birthing these shows and, and, and holding hands and they don't need that. But what I loved about the family from day one is just exactly what kind of was that fear ended up being what I loved because they're such great creative partners and they're great collaborators. They're executive producers on the show. They know what works for them. And so it was incumbent upon me to ask more questions than to do, you know, than to, than to like solve their problems. 
Uh, and I did that. I asked a lot of questions and I continue to ask a lot of questions. And obviously there's a learning curve and I had to figure the family out and all of that, but it's been, it's been great. What I did bring in was a lot of ideas just in terms of uh, the style of the show. Um, uh, I'm super happy that everyone loved the drone footage at the top of the show. I had great. That was inspired actually by watching a sports show with my husband. <laughs> there was, um, there was, we were watching uh, a show, he's a Cowboys fan. And there was this like drone footage that went all through the Cowboys stadium. And I was like, whoa, that, that drone never stopped. And it went through a car window. That's the opening, that's amazing. Um, and then I also, so I, you know, I took it to the family and I said, what do you guys think about this drone footage? And of course they were like, that's cool. Um, and I had also just finished watching the, the, that seven, eight hour Beatles documentary where, you know, the Beatles kept looking straight down the lens at the camera and talking to me and winking at me and sticking their tongue. I was like, John Lennon is like flirting with me. And I just thought, you know, the Kardashians are huge and their fans want that connection. So let's break that fourth wall. Let's have them as much as possible look straight down that lens, even in the middle of a scene, you know, the, the audience has been with them for 15 years. So let's include them in the conversation. Um, so some stylistic things I wanted to bring to the show, but I mean, to the you know credit of this family, it's really just been more about them accepting me. Um, and allowing me to come in and 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 do whatever I can do because they've they've got it going on like they they are amazing at what they do and I'm just sort of you know I'm just trying to tie it all together. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Chris, how do you, and, and Danielle as well, how do you decide what is on camera and what is off? I mean, you're, you're, you, I feel you put, every, you and the family put everything out there that, is there ever a holiday that's kind of like, nope, we're going to have some privacy. We're going to shut off the cameras. Yeah. Is there well, you know, here's the thing. It, it kind of starts that way from time to time. It's rare, but, um, you know, I think that uh, to Danielle's dismay, she's heard us say, oh, we're, we're going to do this, but, you know, no cameras. We need a little, you know, and then somehow, some way, you know, it ends up being very, even if it's very uh, a private um, initially, we'll, we'll share as much as, you know, we possibly can. I think Courtney and Travis are probably the most private, believe it or not, after that wow. in Italy. But I, I think it's, I don't know, what would you say, Danielle? I know you. we tell you a lot, oh, this isn't on camera, and then all of a sudden it's on camera, so. Yeah, I, listen, it, they wouldn't be human if they didn't have boundaries, right? And, and, and I think 
they 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 respect the process so much and it is really hard to share your life in an authentic way when cameras are rolling i produced a lot of shows and what happens when the cameras start rolling is like people want to sort of perform a little bit but it, and so i think one of the the biggest talents in our you know, sort of attention economy where you're, you know, you want to keep eyeballs. I think one of the biggest talents is being able to be your authentic self on camera. And that's what this family can do. I know I'm deviating a little bit from the question. It's just that it's, it made me think about it when she said it all ends up on camera anyway. Um, because there are things, they have boundaries, of course. They say like, okay, we don't want this shot. I absolutely respect that. Um, but then, you know, there'll end up being a conversation about it in another time that we're shooting and we'll flesh that out in some way, shape or form. Maybe we didn't cover the initial part of a conversation, but then it comes up organically in a different, uh, scene. Um, I say scene, but really we're just following life. Um, uh, and then we end up, yeah, like Chris said, we end up getting a little deeper into it anyway. I mean, I don't want to go too far into it, but, uh, Chris, you'd probably agree like the, the, the black China trial kind of happened like that, you know, we weren't filming it. And then we just sort of got snippets along the way and it ended up unfolding into this really compelling story. But again, part of the boundaries speaks to their ability to be authentic. You know, if they were just like putting everything out there at some point, it's like, okay, well, you know, but they, they do have boundaries and then you know what you're getting is actually real. The other question I have for both of you, I know that the family's, you know, social activity calendar is, is, is likely goalposts for what another season will be. Like if there's a baby on the way or if there's a wedding. However, how do you, have you ever, found an episode in the editing room where you're like, oh my God, we have this footage. This is amazing. Let's take a left turn here and go down this direction. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's life. Talk that's life. Yeah. Share, like, was there something in season one where you found it in the editing room and, or, or even, I don't know if you could tease season two, but, but, um, where you well, found something. like yeah i mean like I, I i'll move it out of the editing room into like just filming you know because it's already aired well wait where are we at with uh well i mean it's it's common knowledge yeah we covered we were at kim's house to film something early in the morning and uh kim happened to be in the gym working out when the tristan scandal broke uh and kim was going through the declaration and she called her sisters we just legitimately happened to be there to film something entirely different and my thought process was okay we're going in you know this direction and then this happened um another example of it even is in episode one of season one um you know yeah. that that scene when we were all in the closet when kim found out like this other thing is happening well, she didn't find out, she found out in the first scene, but when we kind of got a little deeper into this second sex, you know, the, 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 the additional sex tape uh, footage, we were actually there to shoot an entirely different scene. We were, you know, we were gonna just, she was packing for SNL. She was getting ready to leave New York and this all unfolded. Like it, it when they say like things come up, it truly does. Like that wasn't, 
I was like, oh, okay, this is a different ending than I was expecting, but like, here we go. Uh, so things like that happen all the time. And that's why, you know, I think that's one of the reasons the fans just love the show because it is so authentic. The other thing I wanted to ask about is, you know, when certain people come into the family's lives, for example, um, Pete Davidson, what is the conversation about with, well, in this particular case, Kim and Pete in terms of saying, hey, um, can you come on camera or can we bring this on camera? Is that, is that a, an episode to episode type of conversation or I'm, I'm just wondering if you could expound on that? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, something like that, like the show is about our, our core cast. It's about this family. So if there are um, significant others, it's really up to them. It's it's I, I, I I've never once seen you know a, you know Kim never tried to persuade Pete. It's it's always up to the significant other or the you know the peripheral person that they're dealing with. Um, if they want to join in on the fun, more power to them. We're happy to cover that. But uh, if they don't, you know Pete's. You know, Pizza is a high profile person. He's an actor. And when, like Kim has said before, when the cameras are rolling, it, for him, it means it's performance time. When the cameras are rolling for this family, it's like time to get real. So it's a different muscle that they've worked and he's worked. Um, uh, but he's, you know, legitimately a part of Kim's life. And so for those bigger moments, like uh, when they, went to the Met Ball, obviously Pete was with her and he's not like, you know, he's not like a crazy person, get the cameras away from me, he, he joins in. Whether or not we have in-depth storylines with him, that's gonna be entirely up to him. And I don't even foresee like, you know, that coming heavy, you know, that, that, that's entirely a conversation between Kim and Pete. How much of season two is shot? Are you all done? Uh, we're not done. Nope. We are, uh, the stories are still rolling in. So we are still shooting. Um, our goal is to be done shooting by the end of June. Okay. And will we need to wait another year to see season two, or do you think it'll be? You won't I... wait. Another, you won't have to wait another year. Oh, no, okay. no. Yeah. No. The beauty of being with, uh, with, you know, a streaming network is that we can wrap these episodes yeah something happens and get it to the viewers as soon as possible and then they feel like they're following along and not trying to catch up with something that happened six or eight months ago right chris do you foresee uh spinoffs again like e used to do spinoffs i don't know i mean we're i, I you know we love a good spinoff we love a good spinoff, but right now we're just focusing on the mothership <laughs> and just really having a blast filming what we're filming now. I think, you know, if somebody decides to go somewhere for an extended period of time or, you know, right, you know, when we, like I said, when we first started the show, nobody had children. So it was kind of easy for Kim and Courtney to go do you know, 
Courtney and Kim take New York or Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons and so on. And so unless we just do the Kardashians take Palm Springs, <laughs> it's just a lot to, um, there's a lot of moving parts when we travel these days because of the kids. So it's the kids and everything and they're all in school now. So, you know, it's, it's too much to move an entire, you know, uh, family to another city, um, and really get the most out of it. So we're just concentrating on the main show. Are we going to see two episodes on the Italian wedding, three episodes on the Italian wedding? Um, I, we, I think that's something that we'll tease and say, you'll have to tune in. We are covering it and, uh, I don't know how much I can tease about it, but it's going to be amazing. That much. I know everyone's going to want to tune in. <laughs> Danielle and Chris, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. 